I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at an S. Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. You ready to record our annual podcast? <laughs> uh, semi-annual, I think. Yeah. This is the uh, this is the 2024 episode. Two dudes in this. Right. Right. Uh, we won't do much much more episodes this year um, because, well, the world will probably be over yeah. shortly uh, in a few months. So, why podcast? Well, yeah. Yeah, there's no point. You know, I was wondering, um, like, you know, early on, what, a decade ago when we started this podcast, uh, the plan mm-hmm. was it would just take us the rest of our lives to get through the NES library or whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure it's just not going to happen. Or, or it's going to have to be inherited by our children to carry it on. <laughs> right, right. If the world doesn't end. It, uh, may, it may just have to be right. inherited by, I don't know, zombies or something in the apocalypse. Right, right. Yep. Oh yeah. But uh we've had Christmas, we've had Super Bowl, we've had we've had Valentine's Day, we've had a lot of things happen in between our last episode and this episode. So Yeah, I don't even remember hope, when the last uh, uh, released. I guess I guess it was I like, hope we tried Thanksgiving, maybe. Yeah. I hope listeners got their uh, seatbelts on because uh <laughs> uh we got a lot of tangents to get through. That's right. Well, good thing is uh, we're talking about Lee Trevino's fighting golf tonight, and uh, you know we can get through that in like thirty seconds. So yeah, there's basically nothing to talk about. Um, uh, first things first, I got to take care of some business, and that is Cracker Barrel. As the listeners know, we have talked endlessly about our love for Cracker Barrel before. I'm sure we've had many tangents on it. Cracker Barrel has ruined. Their menu, specifically the breakfast menu. I'm sure the lunch, the lunch and the dinner menu are the same, but the breakfast menu, garbage, no longer any good. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, I don't. I'm I'm not throwing my hat in to say that the dinner menu is still okay. I don't. Uh, no, I'll tell you. I, well, because I sometimes, most time, I'm getting breakfast. I'm like you. I'm I'm breakfast the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the occasion, I will get the chicken and dumplings. Uh, and mm-hmm. last time I got the chicken dumplings there, there was like red things floating in, in it. I, I, <laughs> it, you know, this is a family friendly podcast, so I won't say what the red looked like, but it was, um, yeah, it had to do with the female anatomy and not exactly yeah. chicken. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can Yuck. use your imagination to go from there. But I was, I still ate it, obviously, but yeah. Well, we went, uh, I guess about a week or so ago, and I'd already knew that the breakfast menu had changed and was essentially ruined. But we went again because somebody got us a gift card recently. It's like, okay, we'll go. And uh, the kids like it. The kids eat pancakes, which I guess have not changed. But the country boy, which has been the go-to for me for a long time, is still on the menu. So I said, let's give it a shot. And I notice it used to be a strip steak. Or no, it was a sirloin. Sorry. It was a sirloin steak that came with it. And it was a pretty good steak. I know we've talked about up, upping it to a ribeye or whatever. Now, it's steak tips. I was like, well, 
I mean, it could still be good. Because steak tips just cut up steak, you know. It, right. it could still be good. I'm telling you, I don't know what this was, but it wasn't steak. <laughs> it was like, it was like, almost like a, it, it had almost like a flavor, like a hamburger-like flavor mm-hmm. to it. It was like the lowest quality steak that they could possibly find. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, I ate it. Don't get me wrong. I ate it, but, uh, it was just a disgrace. In all honesty. I mean, I, I have also had it. I, I know what you mean. It was like steak tips. Like you would get out of a frozen dinner. It was not like steak <laughs> tips. It was like steak tips that you would get out of a microwave, you know, yeah. hungry man supper. So yeah, I, I understand. I understand your pain. Yeah. Which is sad it's, because uh, my go- I went for years, like before COVID, right? I would, we, we went every Sunday to Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. and I got the Country Boy with eggs over medium and a steak. Sometimes I'd upgrade to the ribeye, but I did not always. Didn't have to because, like you said, both steaks were decent. They're not they're dinner dinner bell steaks, you know. They're not you know they're mm-hmm. not uh, they're right, right steakhouse level, you know, whatever you know, right. mid tier. Mid to low tier steaks, but they're steaks. They they weren't they weren't what they right. are. Now. But I went. Yeah, I used to get every every Sunday I'd, without fail, and I would put. I take this kind of maybe kind of gross to some people, but we're from the south, so this is what we do. But I would just take. I take it comes with biscuits, right? I, I get and, and gravy. So I just take it all and just put it all on the same plate. And just I just pour gravy yeah. over everything and just let the eggs just go everywhere and just uh, it's just a soppy mess. The the steak tasted so good with the egg juice and gravy on it. I'm getting hungry. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, I, I'll tell you, I got a theory about this. What's, what Cracker Barrel has done, if you notice the menu, it's like, they've got things like, you know, breakfast tacos and all these, like, new new AG configurations of, you know, stuff. This all happened after they started selling alcohol. Mm-hmm. And the Alcohol, fine, good. Cracker Barrel, fine, good. But they're 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 on separate ends of the radar, right? And I think Cracker Barrel is trying to cater to the brunch crowd, the people that brunch have mimosas, like the fancy breakfast menu items. That's not who goes to Cracker Barrel. No, the brunch crowd's not coming. Just cater to the country people that go to the Cracker Barrel and want the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Although I mean, Cracker Barrel is nationwide. I mean, they're in California and stuff. So, but why yeah. can't you just do two different kinds of Cracker Barrel? You know, give you give the Californians their Cracker Barrel and give us our Cracker Barrel. If you're from California, by the way, you no hate, but I know you want a different Cracker Barrel than me. That's all I'm saying. Good bit of information that I learned about the Cracker Barrel. Uh, somebody, uh, uh, a famous person whose favorite restaurant was the Cracker Barrel. Um, none other than uh, infamous. Gangster John Gotti. Oh. Loved Cracker Barrel. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, another little tidbit to go right along with that. Um, also loved Cracker Barrel and uh, Taurus B.I.G. <laughs> Did he really? Or true. Just that no, up? I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, he probably did. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Without a doubt. So I'm, uh, I don't know how many tangents you want to go into before we actually talk about the game, but I'm, I'm training for a 5K. I've not ran yeah. anything anything like that and probably since prices before Scott was born. So four and a mm-hmm. half years ago. I used to run, but not since. And so uh 
it's in April. I started training in like maybe mid January and I'm, it ain't happened. Like I, I can run it. Yeah. Like I can, I can go without walk. I've got finally gotten back to the point where I can not stop to walk, but yeah, uh, there's lots of issues. There's just lots of issues. There's like ankles, knees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, back, there's just, there's just all kinds of problems. Also, um, I don't know. I, this never used to happen to me before, but, um, now maybe it's because I'm older, but every time I run after I hit like mile two and a half, maybe maybe close to three, that last little push got a poop. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's it's, the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Especially like, I, you know, I hate it. I don't know what to do other than maybe not eat. Maybe I'm eating at the wrong time or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just my I, older yeah, body just just says, "Hey, this jiggling, something's got to come out." <laughs> so, uh, you know, I ran this marathon. December the second. So uh, I don't know if we've potted since then or if we did before. I don't know. But uh, speaking of pooping and while you're running, you know, at marathons they have like half marathons, all these longer races. They have porta potties for people to go to the bathroom mid race. And I mean, you have to pee. You're out there for several hours, so uh, you know I would have to stop and pee in them and. Uh, I just, I just can't get over the thought of like <laughs> how sore you are and how, how you know, tired you are, miserable you are, and then like you get to like mile fifteen and sixteen, and then you have to poop, and you're pooping in a porta potty. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> it's like it's got to be like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I would probably give up. Like if I if I was on like mile fifteen and I had to poop, I would I'd go sit in the porta potty and just be like, all right, I'm taking a nap. I know this is a yeah. body. I know this is the worst place to do, but I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we're just somebody take, take me home. home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, but I just I don't know. Oh no, I know people had to do it because you know it's a porta potty, and I went in there to pee, and it's like you know basically it's just a, it's like you know hundreds of strangers go to the bathroom and not flush <laughs> is what a porta potty oh, is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hey, question: do you, do you get to pause your time while you poop? Because I mean, I would lose, you know, I yeah. lose like ten minutes because I'm not a fast, uh, no. fast at the potty. Uh, so yeah, it all counts for no. your time. Yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. I would I would pause it just like I'm on watch and just a little pause or something. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about but, the anyway. All right. all right, let's let's do some uh, historical tidbits and trivia. Now it's time for Justin's Historical Tidbits and Trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right. So this game, Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf, was was, uh, developed and published by SNK, which we've talked about in a few games in the past, was actually released both in Japan and America, which was surprising to me because I... I didn't realize, you know, Lee Trevino is kind of an American name, but come to find out, Lee Trevino had played a few uh, golf tournaments in the PGA Tour of Japan. So I guess they probably knew who he was. Um, big difference between the Japanese version and the American version is Lee Trevino is not in the Japanese version. He was only he only endorsed the North American NES version. And he's not the only person that endorsed this game. Do you know who else endorsed this game? I don't know. It was endorsed by the on the box. It says endorsed by the U.S. National Video Game Team. 
Oh, I've heard of those guys. Not really. Yeah, Billy Mitchell was on the team. Uh, Okay. The King of Kong guy. He basically endorsed this game. Yeah. So, um, you know, take take that for what you will. Uh, It was endorsed by the... I'm really curious, and and I didn't look into this, and I really didn't know anything about them before this game, but I really need to look up the U.S. National video game team and what they did and who they like who they compete against uh is it like the the dream team you know like uh yeah okay well i guess it's the dream team yeah i imagine that uh japan was like probably the dream team when it came to video games you know kind of beating everybody what if the there was a competition what if the u.s national video game team upset japan in some tournament, just like the U.S. upset Russia in hockey in like the '82 Olympics, it's like the miracle on ice. What would they call it? The miracle on the Ness? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't. I, know. I didn't have time. I need to make a movie. About a good name for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, this game had four playable characters, which we'll talk about. But in the North American version, not. Uh, you could actually play as Lee Trevino, although his name is not Lee Trevino in the game, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, as far as the legacy of this game, it, it, it's got a little bit of uh, mixed reception from what I understand. In Japan, Game Machine listed Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf as the ninth most successful table arcade unit of the month in May of 1988. But Game Revolution okay. ranked this game <laughs> number little, 23. little specific, right? You get the month of May yeah. in 1988. The month of May. Up for this comp- competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only one month was it the most successful, in the ninth, the ninth most successful. Um, it, it game was Revolution ninth, Yeah, it was the ninth game. most successful in the month of May 1988. Table arcade units. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Um, game Revolution ranked this game as number 23 on its 50 worst video game names of all time. Oh, Not necessarily worst game. Yeah, this needs to be near the top for worst name games. Major, my major disappointment was in this one. All in the here's, here's another. Here's, a, here's something that I think you'll really like about the history. You know what television show this game was parodied on? I think it was The Simpsons, wasn't it? One of your favorites. Yep, it was The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, Lee, it, it was called Lee Cabralo's Putting Challenge, and it was basically yeah. just making fun of how boring it was. It wasn't um, the one, I feel like I feel like it was the episode where he wanted like some other game, and maybe Marge got him Lee Cabralo's I, I don't know. Putting Challenge or something like that. Marge Be Not Proud is the seventh episode of the seventh season. I think it's the one uh, where, um, yep, where he ends up that's exactly right. The game. Bart, Bart wants a new video game, Bone Storm. Yeah. Marge refuses to buy it because it's and, too violent. Yeah. Bart ends up stealing it and gets in trouble. Yeah. 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 It's a good episode, actually. It's one of my favorites. Oh, so, yeah. Sounds like a good one. But, uh, yeah, it's, a, I guess, kind of a Christmas episode. But, um, how about some Lee Trevino facts? Lee Trevino. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I actually know nothing about Lee Trevino other than this game. So, 
So Lee Trevino is a professional golfer. Uh, his heyday, basically, he was like one of the big rivals with uh, Jack Nicklaus back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, he had two nicknames because he was very popular with uh, Mexican-Americans because he is a Mexican-American himself. Um, and I guess we'll just go ahead and talk about it in the game, his nickname. He's, he's known only by his nickname in the game, and that's Super Mex. Um his other nickname, which I kind of liked better, was the Merry Mex. Is he happy all the time? So, I guess so. He was known for his humor, actually. Uh, he liked to tell a lot of jokes on the golf course. Um, he uh, uh, threw a rubber snake uh, at Jack Nicholas one time during the 1971 U.S. Open playoff against Jack Nicholas. Uh, so, okay. and he ended up. And he ended up beating Nicholas by three strokes. So maybe he got in his head a little bit. Uh huh. I like that strategy. Uh huh. Um, during kind of looks like I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Lee Trevino kind of looks a little bit like Rob Luther. Just saying. Oh yeah, I can you, see you that. Look at the box. Yeah. Look at the box art. Look, he's got a little bit of a rub. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think it's the smile. Yeah, guys. Um, one, during one tournament. Tony Jacklin, who was another golfer, was paired with Lee Trevino, and uh, he told uh, Trevino, Lee, I don't want to talk today. And Trevino says, I don't want you to talk. I just want you to listen. <laughs> um, and last but not least, Lee Trevino made a made the cameo uh, in one of probably the best golf movies ever made in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I do. And he's I, the I guy. I guess, yeah. He's the guy that every time Happy gets angry, he's the guy that's like shaking his head at him. So, um, yeah, that's uh, Lee Trevino won six major championships and one player's championship in his career. So, was a pretty successful golfer in his own right. Yeah. Had his own video game too. Wow, that's that's good. I so, didn't know that about him. I guess I didn't. I don't. I didn't recognize him in the movie Happy Gilmore, but I'm sure I remember seeing him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. That's, that's a good. That's a good movie. Um, Actually, no. one of my, uh, one of my achievements for, the, for this game, actually. Spoiler. Oh, good, good. Um, so, did you own this game as a kid, or did you go on a quest to find the game? Good question. Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Well, it just so happens, you know, I'm not a big golfer. I'm sure you know this. Um, yeah. You you golfed. And, and I don't know if you still do, but you did in your younger days. Uh, I've golfed like three times in my life. Um, play a little top golf, too. I like top golf. It's fun. Um, we we should do that sometime, though. If you don't. I'm sure you've done top golf, but it's fun. Um, not done top golf. That may surprise you. I have not been. Oh, really? It's fun. We should go. Yeah. We should take it. Uh, one of those Tuesdays where John wants to like go eat at Buffalo Wild Wings, we should be like, no, John, let's just go t- hit Top Golf for lunch. That'd be fun. So, yeah, totally. It'd be just totally. Anyways, so one of those few times I played golf. Um, perfect day, sunny afternoon. Uh, you know, obviously not a big golfer, but more of a. I've spent most of my time playing video games, not golf. Um, but so I may. I'm funny story. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another golf story after this. This is about how I got the cart, but the, I'll tell you another funny golf story. It involves Crabman and John uh, Slapper Bags. Uh, there's there's a, another side story. But this is about the cart. So anyways, I'm on the seventh hole. Uh, 
I'm done. I'm like, I'm not playing 18. I'm just going to finish out nine, play half, and then I'm going to go back home and play video games. Um, cause I'm, it's a, it's a bad day. I'm, I'm, uh, it's not dead. No, I'm dead. Okay. So I tee off twice right off that because way over lands in a sand bunker. Okay. I'm like, oh, my ball's deep in the sand. I'm going to have to like find the ball. Um, so I'm going in, I'm, I'm walking over the sand, trying my ball is like, it was, uh, it was, I hit high in the air and sliced it. It landed. It just sunk. It's like quicksand. I was, all right. So I'm digging through the sand, digging through the sand. Can't find my ball, but what do I find? Lee Trevino's fighting golf for the NES. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I, I took it home. That's how I got it. Well, good story. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I have never, I've seen this. I feel like I've seen this cart out and about in various places and never had the interest to pick it up. So I don't know. Right. I, I've got, I, I don't know. It's with NES golf games. We'll get into this uh, when we get into the gameplay, but like, well, it really all golf games growing up until like Tiger Woods, I guess. And then some of the newer golf games now, there's some uniqueness to them, but they're all kind of the same to me. I had NES golf, like the black mm-hmm. cartridge one, like the old original one that just says golf. Uh, and that was enough yeah. for me. So I just, I really had no interest in Lee Trevino's golf because I didn't know who Lee Trevino was. Uh, I know it said fighting golf, but um, the back of the box and everything didn't really look like anything. Like, I think I was yeah. good and uh, it could have fooled me, but it, it didn't because I didn't have any interest in golf. You know what I actually thought it was going to be? And uh, maybe we say this for the video, for the gameplay talk, but uh, so, I don't know. Did you have this as, as a kid? No, no, no. I never had any golf games until the Tiger Wood games, but the Tiger Woods games were like probably like the 2004, 2000, I guess it was 2004, 2005. I guess it was 2004. Tiger Woods was maybe one of my favorite video games of all time. Like as far as playing it and how good I got at the game, like it was, uh, uh, I loved that game. Oh yeah. So, but mean, that was like, that, the game only... was, that game was phenomenal. I mean, no, no doubt about it. You don't have, you can hate golf. Yeah. that game. It was just so good. But outside of that game, I never really played much of golf video games. Um, they're all, and you, you know, we'll get into the gameplay, talk about this game, but I kind of felt like they were all kind of slow. That was what was good about the Tiger Woods games. And finally, like, they like kind of fast paced and fun to play. But, uh, yeah, I was never, I was never in the golf games uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, those, uh, I mean, those Tiger Woods games, you could play. 18 holes in like 30 minutes if you're by yourself, you know? Yeah. Or, or if yeah. you had multiple people, it might be an hour, but it's, it's like, yeah, the rapid fire golf. It, it was good. Uh, I mean, I, I got my wife yeah. to play that game back in the day, mainly because she wanted new outfits for golfer, but whatever. Whatever it takes, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Like, you could, you know, building up your player and like all that. And that was, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. I remember my old roommate Dan. I used to I used to make him so angry because he would play, and like I, I'm trying not to be conceited, but I was really good at the game, and I could like I would like let him get ahead in the front nine, and then just come back and just like beat him by like ten strokes in the back nine. He would get so angry. <laughs> yeah, I and Dan, uh, it's a little inside because nobody knows Dan, but. But you and I, um, but uh, he was always really fun to get angry. <laughs> I don't know why. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's just one of those guys. He's one of those, he, was, he was like super nice, angry. Like he would get frustrated and angry. Yeah. He was just so nice. So it's it just one of those. It's just fun to make him angry. It's like, it's like crab band anger, really. Yeah. Same. I wonder if it's a karate thing because they both did karate. So. It might be. It might be. Maybe they just know how to contain their anger into some, some yeah. box of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's uh let's get into the uh, game discussion. Time to dig in to some good old fashioned game discussion. Actually, you want to hear my other golf story? I mean, it's, it's, I don't know when the next time we'll actually play a golf game will be. So um, yeah. So this is the first time I ever play, I ever played golf. Um, mm-hmm. You I might you probably know this story, but I'll tell it for for the listeners. Um, but first time I played golf, we played, we went to Riverview golf course, right? Yeah. Uh, we took one, one set of clubs. It's all we had. <laughs> I don't even, I think Brent, Ga- I think Brent, uh, Gagley or whoever let us borrow them. Uh, so we took one set of clubs. I'm left-handed. So good luck to me there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, cl- the clubs are right-handed clubs. We go in and we're like, Hey, we want to play around the golf. We never, we never really played before. Uh, and then the guy behind the counter is like, He's like, he sees that we have one set of clubs and he goes, all three of you are going to play. And we're like, yeah, yeah. All three of us are going to play. <laughs> he's like, you got, everybody's got to have their own set of clubs. And we're like, oh, okay. Um, we were just going to share the clubs because we never played before. And right. he, he was just, you right. could see it on his face. He's like, he's like, it was a yeah. slow day, fortunately. Cause he was like, he's like, okay, all right, I'm going to take pity on you. And he went to the back and brought out these clubs that looked like they were from the fifties. He's like, here. He's like, you have two sets of clubs. Uh, so use both sets so you can keep pace going. If anybody gets behind you, stop and let them play through. Because one of the reasons yeah. you need your own clubs is because you take a lot, to, you don't, you don't have to hold it up, everybody. But it's a slow day, so right. I'll let you play. Uh, and then we're like, what about, what about the golf cart? You're in a golf cart? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you in a golf cart. Because I guess he thought we were just going to, we're teenagers. <laughs> I guess they were just going to be a bunch of schmucks, you know. But we actually did want to play golf. Yeah, they never played before. Um, so we've rented some balls. We borrowed his set of clubs, which was very nice of him, actually. In hindsight, uh, Riverview Golf Course yeah. isn't there anymore, but uh, I guess he was a nice guy. I don't remember his name. Um, but so we, we we set off. We're playing. I'm left-handed, hitting right-handed clubs. Uh, I got slapper bags and crab man with me. We have no golf cart. It's the middle of summer. <laughs> it's like 110 <laughs> degrees. Uh, there's a nice breeze by the river. You're carrying around these old golf clubs. Yeah, carrying on these old golf clubs, and uh, also not good at golf, right? Because we never played before, really. Uh, so you can imagine trying to play 18 holes in that condition. Uh, I don't think we made it to the end. But yeah, I just thought I, thought, I just thought it was funny that we uh, that guys, were, you know, <laughs> we didn't know we were so stupid. We we're like, okay, we'll just take one set of clubs. Or rent us a cart, or drive, or play golf. Right. Like, no, this, that's not right. how it works. What are you supposed to do? But research where you go? You know? Yeah. You yeah. What do we? We didn't have the internet, really. So we're going to look up how do you go to a golf course and play golf? We just assume you just go play, pay, <laughs> and play. I don't know. Right. I'm surprised guess, the Riverview was that stick that was that particular. I just it's just one of those days for for them, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he he wasn't he wasn't like. <laughs> upset by it he was just kind of like rolling his eyes at it you know like okay yeah right and they wouldn't he wouldn't let us have cart because i guess he thought we were gonna get into trouble with the cart yeah, so. no 
<laughs> he's like, I know how this yeah. is going to work out. He's like, yeah, no, uh, no, I'm not going to let you have a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. But anyways, uh, RIP uh, Riverview Golf Course. So. Yeah, no. Now it's like a farm or something. I don't yeah, know. it's like, like part farm, part, uh, it's part farm, part like subdivision. I think one of my um, one of my coworkers moved in in that area. I guess it's not nice. really. All right, let's talk about this game. All right. So, Lee Trevino's fighting golf. The biggest disappointment if you were looking for a fighting golf game you could ever imagine. Why they named it fighting golf, I don't know. There's no fighting. There's golf. There's no fighting. There's not. Even, there's not anything. I guess I thought um, there was a. I kind of knew that there was not going to be any fighting. But there was a, just a little bit of hope in me that was that thought maybe if you tied like if you 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 and the other guy tied on on the hole like you both got par then maybe instead of just both getting par you fight it out and the loser gets an extra yeah. stroke or something but no nothing yeah I really thought when you told me this was the game we were going to discuss because I'd never even heard of it before uh, that I thought there was actually going to be a fighting component to it. Um, but yeah, there's it's just a golf game and not a very fun one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in just a minute too. Um, but first, I'm gonna turn yeah. to the manual here. Um, really, right. kind of a bore, pretty boring manual. Um, it's, the cover <laughs> yeah. is somewhat in color, but it's basically just the box art in color, and then everything else is black and white. Uh, it tells you how, it, it shows you it shows you a picture of the controller and. Which buttons are which? Not which buttons do which operation on the first page, but which button is which. Like if you were looking at the controller, this is the A button, this is the B button. You could also <laughs> just look at the controller and see which button is which. They didn't need to waste a page or the ink on this. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, then they just kind of describe the screen. They they tell you how to play the game. You know, you can play stroke play or you can play Nassau game, which I don't know what that means. Um, maybe that's a golf thing, but I didn't play that. I don't even know what it means. Um, I don't know. Is it, I know is it the players I mean, compete against each other for total points? Yeah, I don't know what that means. The only thing that I know is like gears, you know, stroke play, match play, where you win, uh, win or lose each hole, and then and then there's like skins where you, it's like there's a certain amount of money on each hole, but. Um, I've never heard of, of Nassau scoring, so. Yeah, I don't know. I've, it's also, inter- there's also the, uh, what is the best ball or whatever you take, whoever you take whatever the best ball is. Right. Uh, stuff is in this game, but there's a Nassau game, which, whatever that is. Um, so I don't know. Um, and then it just goes in the game. Oh, well, tells you how, what's that? You, it looks like Nassau is, uh, Nassau is just the same as match play. It's oh, just okay. win, lose, or tie each hole. Ah, okay, gotcha. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know. I, I didn't know what it was, so I didn't play it. I was I was afraid to try it. Try it. I, I figured I'd stick to the basics. Um, there's no story. It's a golf game. I guess they don't want to give you a story, but um, <laughs> they, they go they go into a lot of detail about uh, how to play and and apply backspin and draws and fades and straight balls and stuff. So there is a lot of depth to this game, apparently. I mm-hmm. had trouble doing any of it. I couldn't, like, yeah, I couldn't get this game to do anything. I don't know why. I don't know. If, I, I'm sure it's just me, but I had the 
had so much trouble getting this game to, to do anything other than just like terrible shots. So. Yeah, that that was me too. There's a lot of apparently there's a lot of skill to this game, uh, and it takes time to develop that skill and time that I didn't want to spend developing skill in this game. You mean you've been playing this game constantly for the last six months leading up to this episode? No. <laughs> no, no, I haven't actually. I just assume, I, I, I'm but, sure uh, the listener just the listener just assumed that that's what we've been doing this whole time, is making sure we were really covering this game. We don't have anything else going on. You know, it's just, I, I want to say that out of all the games that we've played, this may be the most disappointing by sheer name and looking at the cart, the box. You know, it's got a, you know, him on the cover with, it says fighting golf and he's raising a fist. Right. Let's, come on. Let's be honest. And, uh, it's endorsed by the U.S. national video game team. You would think that means something. My guess is they never played this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably they probably, it's probably a paid endorsement, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But there are two courses in this game. There's a Japanese course and an American course. There's four different characters you can choose from. I'll read you what these characters are. There's Pretty Amy, the only female player. Her swing speed is slow, her ball control is fantastic, and her aiming is accurate. But her stroke is less powerful than the others. Amy, pretty Amy stroke is lacking. Yeah. Uh, but she's pretty. There's Big Jumbo. He has a very powerful Another vestige of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Big Jumbo's stroke is very powerful. His flight distance <laughs> is the longest. As he's got the longest flight distance and a very powerful stroke. But he doesn't want... He's long and powerful. Big Jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Big Jumbo. Long and powerful stroke. Uh, but he doesn't want to adjust his power. The player needs to take good technique to control him. So, no control. Then there's Super Max. We all know who that is. He's an all-around player. Yeah. His ability is between Amy and Jumbo. As to flight distance, aggression, and swing speed. He's a jack of all trades. And then we got Miracle Chosuki. I'm assuming he's the Japanese. He has less power yeah. than uh, Super Max, but he is good at putting, and his accuracy is unequaled. He can hit a reverse miracle putt. Can you hit one of those, Justin? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, see? No one knows what it means. <laughs> Well, he just hits it and it goes in, and everybody's like, "What was that?" Oh, that was the reverse miracle putt. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's the manual. Um, okay, I like, I know I have no memories from childhood. I didn't play this childhood. I don't remember this being at Pick a Flick. If it was, I wouldn't have rented it anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously, the, um, the obviously the name things like you like you said, it's super disappointing. Probably one of the most disappointing. Because NES, the funny thing is, NES, in the era of the NES, a name like Lee Trevino's Fighting Golf, you could actually expect to play golf and fight because that's the, that's the right. zaniness that was happening back then. And that's why we love right. games from this era because, you know, you get stuff like battle chess and like all these crazy things that on face value, like, yeah, okay, it's golf, but it's fighting golf. So you can, you know, but it's just not, it's just not right. Um, so that's just one. No, by no means the worst game we've played. Um, this no. actually, I mean, it, I couldn't get it to really do anything, but I, I feel like it's a deep, pretty deep golf game on the NES. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can imagine I think, like if I was in my late teens, twenties, 
playing video games in the late 80s. This was the, the golf game of the day. I would maybe get interested in it, um, but I would have never played a golf game as a kid. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, I mean, the, so, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but the so for me, the mechanics seem simple, right? There's like a little meter. Um, mm-hmm. You just got to time. You just got to time. It's like, it like moves and you got to time it. It's very, it's very similar to a lot of golf games at the time. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it was because of the fact that you could do like backspin and, and all these other things. Maybe I was accidentally doing it when I didn't want to. And I, I don't know. The, it was just, uh, maybe it's a simple mechanic, but it was challenging to, to get right. Um, I, yeah. I read somewhere that, that there was a, um, the people like this game because the, the physics and, uh, and the mechanics of it combined to make like a, a sense of uncertainty similar to real golf. And I was thinking, that's not the kind of video game I want to play. Maybe that's cool. No, but. no, I, I want unrealistic golf game, which is what Tiger Woods became. Like I was shooting like 18 under par, you know. Yeah for a round exactly. like no I, I want I want ridiculous like hole in one on a par five type <laughs> golf game yeah I don't yeah, like exactly. that realistic I mean it's a video game if I like, wanted it to be tough if I wanted to struggle with golf I would just go play golf right exactly <laughs> so I guess so, so I get the, the review that I read on the internet was basically saying that this game is pretty good because it's it's frustrating as real golf and that just there's no appeal in that to me, to be honest. Um, yeah. The cool, the, one of the cool things though, you can like, there's like a map view, like an overview. So you can kind of like figure out the lay of the course before you. So, I mean, it's kind of like, that's, that was kind of advanced for the time. I don't remember that really being a thing. So there, sometimes they would have little maps uh, in the corners of these golf games, but this one, like before you even shoot, you've got a nice helicopter view of uh, whatever the hole you're on that you can plan your yeah. attack. Although uh, the plan of attack in golf almost all the time is hit it on the fairway and then hit it on the green and put it in. I mean, I don't know. I know there's a lot yeah. more strategy to golf than that, but that's basically, that's the gist of it, right? Right. So do, do I really need a map? I don't have a map on the real golf course. Or do you? Do you take a map with you? Yeah, well, you've got kind of a uh, little cartoon draw out of how the, the hole is... Um, okay. laid out on the scorecard. So it's not really a map, but it's kind of like a miniature version of it. So at least you know not to hit it left when the hole is right, sort of thing. Exactly. Basically. Gotcha. That's all you need. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that's that's good. Um yeah, I don't I just don't have a lot to say about this game. I just really struggled with it, to be honest, and it was kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big golf game guy, like I said, other than Zarya Woods game. This is one of those, so maybe we should think about this um, moving forward um, on the podcast. Next time we come to, uh, it's a little late now, but I thought about this as I was playing. And the listeners, you guys can let us know. I know we've traditionally been a game-by-game NES podcast, right? But this one in particular Mm -hmm. would have probably been a better podcast if we could have played like four or five NES golf games together. That way we can kind of compare yeah. and contrast with it. Okay, Lee Trevino is definitely the best golf game on the NES. I don't know if it is, but that's something we could have done had we played several golf games uh, for this episode. Right. 
instead of just Lee Trevino, I'm saying, okay, it's boring because it's a golf game. I don't really play. Now, do I want to subject myself to playing four or five golf games? Not really. But I just feel like it would have made for a better episode to maybe have some comparisons. Now, the next the next yeah. golf game that we next golf game we play, we can compare to Lee Trevino. But the only other golf game right. I have played is NES Golf on the NES. So I don't really have anything to compare Lee Trevino to. This one is better than NES Golf, I guess. Although NES Golf is simpler, oh. so I think I would probably prefer to play it. Yeah, there's actually several uh, golf games. Or I figured there probably was. What's funny is, uh, you know, as I was, I was talking earlier, you know, Lee Trevino and Jack Nicholas were kind of this rivalry back in the you know, 70s and 80s. Uh, the same year, 1988, that Lee Trevino's fighting golf came out, Jack Nicholas' greatest 18 holes of golf, major championship golf came out. So two golf games in the same year. Yeah. So I don't know. Listener, let us know uh, what you think. If we want to play, like, let's say we, I mean, I don't want to, something like, let's say football, okay? Something like Tecmo Bowl. I would definitely, we've already done that game, but I would want to put it in, in a game, in an episode of its own because it's kind of in a league of its own. But could we now take all the other football games and, and squeeze them into one episode? Probably. Yeah. You know? Uh, same with basketball. We yeah. covered double dribble already, which is probably the best one, in my opinion. But now, could any other basketball games could we squeeze into a, a, just one episode? I don't know. Thought, thought. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what did you yeah. think about? Uh, what did you think about the graphics on this one? They were decent. Nothing crazy good, but nothing. I mean, they were they were pretty good. Nothing. I don't have really much complaint, but I also don't have any like over the moon. Excitement over it, yeah. Nothing about right. Um, I don't know. I it was, the graphics themselves are fine. The course is good. The um, characters weren't all that good. I didn't think the characters were very good. Uh, like they're they're they look cool, but they don't really move. You know, does it does, does that make sense? Like nothing in this game really moves very much. There's not there's not a lot of animation to me. And I know it's a golf yeah. game, so maybe that's maybe that's um. It is what it is, but the sw- I mean, I don't, it's hard. You would think that if the only thing you have to worry about animating and making it look good is the golfer taking a swing, right? So mm, I would think you'd spend most of your time making sure that animation looked good. Uh, nothing yeah. else on the screen really needs to animate, other than the ball when it leaves and goes to the hole. But mm, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm asking for too much out of an NES game. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the sound? The music. I don't know if I was just annoyed with the game, but I just found the sound effects and things to be annoying. And uh, so I, I wasn't really a big fan of any of the sound or music on this game. Yeah. Um, it was average. I mean, music was jolly, but it was nothing I would <laughs> nothing I would really want to listen to all that much. Um, I thought the sound of the club hitting the ball was good. I mean, yes. What else can you? What else can you ask for from a golf game? Yeah. Also, some like whooshy yeah. noises. Those are fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's silly. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk about again. Yeah. We should have played all the golf games. We can compare which one had the best like club to ball sound because that's the that's the sound you want yeah. in a golf game. Tiger Woods had a good one. Yep. I, I, you know what? We don't need to play other golf games. We'll just compare this game to that Tiger Woods game. That's all we've been doing this episode, anyways. The best thing about the Tiger Woods game is when you knew you were getting, you had a good shot, you were getting close to the pin because when you hit it, it like did that boom, boom, 
boom, boom, the heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I like that. Just going towards, yeah. Well, but, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot else to say. So, I feel like we're cutting this game short, but the, you know, the game kind of, it, it shorted us. Yeah. Except at the end, when you eat the game, it says, hole out. Nice game. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I, obviously, I didn't beat it. So, um, <laughs> I didn't imagine probably would. There's supposedly a photorealistic uh, golf course or something picture that they'd somehow got in the game. Yeah. I don't know how that works. All right. Cool. Well, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Is it worth it? What do you think? How much did it go for? It goes on price charting. The loose price right now is $4.49. <laughs> Which makes me think they produced a lot of these games. I guess so. Either that or it's rare and nobody, nobody wants it. <laughs> Could be that too. Um, I just gonna see. I was gonna see what another golf game. I was just see if I could find another golf game on the NES real quick. If there's any high dollar golf games, Bandai Golf Challenge Pebble Beach is three dollars thirty seven cents. Golf. Oh, there's an expensive golf game. It's called Golf. Five hundred seventeen dollars. Can't wait to play that one. Uh, golf. The the black box game is four dollars. I guess they're all around four dollars, except for Golf. Yeah. Golf super expensive. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look what the Jack Nicholas game is. The Jack Nicholas game is four dollars and forty two cents. Okay, so golf yeah. games not expensive. Yeah, Tiger Woods for PlayStation two four dollars and one cent. There you go. Um, I don't know. If you want to play a golf game on the NES, I guess it's worth it. It's really not that expensive. But we live in a world where you have NES through modern day. Golf games just got way better yeah. after the 8-bit and 16-bit era. It's just, sorry, they just did. There's not really anything to do about it. But if you really want to play golf on the NES, $4 is not not a terrible spend, but maybe find the best one. Not, this may be the best one. I don't know. I hope not. Yeah. Could be. You Oh, uh, the uh, another way that uh, Tiger Woods beats this game is the intro music. Remember what the intro music to Tiger Woods two thousand four was? Let's see, I like the way you move. Is that that one? No, no. Okay, I'm gonna play it for you. See if you. Well, I don't know. We might get. We'll get a, co- we'll get a copyright strike. Don't play it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Nelly's number one. Ah, uh, and number one. Oh yeah, you remember that no, song? Was, one of the one of the Tiger Woods definitely had. I like the way you move in it though, because I remember Tiger Woods doing like a dance to it or something, like a little three D model of him doing a dance. Yeah, there was also one. Was it, it was it a football game or was it a Tiger Woods game that had uh, a, a bullet for my Valentine song on it? Hmm, I remember. I'm looking at that. Anyway. I like the way you move, Tiger Woods. Maybe it was a. I don't know. Maybe it was a football game that had that song. Yeah. I swear it was Tiger Woods though. Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005 had uh, the way you move. Ah, <clears throat> uh, um, but Nelly number one, Tiger Woods. Nelly number one, Tiger Woods. Um, this would be the 2004 album or the 2004. So it's probably the year one. Okay, okay. EA Sports used to get really, or, or EA in general used to get really good licensed music in the games. I feel like, like some of the football games had some good stuff. Here lately, the song. Um, I'm sorry, I was just gonna hear lately is not that good, but it may just because I've gotten old and aged out of all the hip music. The song Four Words by Bullet for My Valentine is on Madden NFL 6 06. That's where I'm. 
Nice. It was also on NHL 06. Has the Trivium Bullet from the Valentine Tour coming close by yet? Oh, they've announced this some European dates, but they they say uh, it's a world tour, so I'm assuming there's going to be U.S. dates. Uh, they come back close. Looking by, at I'm some of seeing that again, yeah. But looking at some of the like they're doing the O2 in London, they may have gotten big enough to where they're going to do like Thompson Bowen or something this time if they come down to Mexico. Yeah, we saw them, you know, like that smaller place. Yeah, that was, that, was that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good good venue for it. I don't even think they have that, that venue test concerts anymore. Yeah, did we? Does Knoxville even have like a small venue anymore? Look at the Millen Line. Have you been there yeah. for a wedding, but not a oh, concert? Okay. Yeah, I've been there for a concert and for like a business thing. Like yeah, business development thing, which is weird. They do the they do weddings, they do like business development meeting things and concerts. They just do everything. Yeah. But it's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Uh, how about we do some trophies? You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. All right. Got any trophies? I got a couple. Okay. I've got, uh, got a couple myself. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, my first one is Super Mechs Squared, and that is... Play as Supermax and get can, and complete eighteen holes without having to go to the bathroom after eating Mexican food right before. Okay, is that like in real life or in the game? So real life. In real life. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I got one called Happy Gilmore Homage, uh, and then that one is when you get a maximum strength, maximum like you hit it as far as you possibly can. Like you max out the the strength of your shot, the Happy Gilmore homage, and that is also a nod to Lee Trevino being in that movie. All right, my uh, next, my second one is Hole Out Roll Out, and that is uh, finish the complete the game and then never play it again. Yeah, good, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, I did not know this by the way, um, but apparently Lee Trevino. Got struck by lightning at one point in time. Oh, really? Like Either he got struck by lightning or there's something that happened to do with like some kind of lightning happened during one of his golf games or something. Um, something like that. So, anyways, but I think he got hit by lightning um, like during a golf tournament. So, anyway, my next trophy is called Lightning Strike. And that is uh, play Lee Trevino's fighting golf during a storm. So, it's going to be stormy and lightning outside. And Justin feels a little paused. So I'll go ahead and uh, not sure what happened, if it's me or him. But um, oh, my internet is telling me it is me. So hopefully this is still recording and I'll get reconnected in a moment. But until then, until um, we get reconnected again, I will just continue on by myself. That's awkward, but I'm not cutting this out because that's not what we do. Uh, I got another one called, uh, let's see, I got another one called... Uh, Major Winners Club. Um, apparently, as Justin talked about earlier, Lee Trevino won six major championships. So uh, you get the trophy by uh, winning uh, six tournaments in the game. There you go. All right. So, unfortunately, um, my internet is not back, so Justin will not know that we have moved on from trophies at this point. So I'm moving on from the trophies. I want to try to... Actually, I want to pause this. Uh, so if you hear a weird clip in and out it's because i have paused the podcast and rejoined justin momentarily um and i'm recording but i'm on my phone 
And he's, I mean, he's a hot spot. Ooh, fancy. Um, nice. I was also, I was also a part of the, um, the big AT&T let down a few days ago, the cyber attack or whatever it was. So got that going for me. Um, but the self signal seems strong enough that it'll be fine. Um, I finished up my trophies. Did you have any? I did not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Then we're going to move on. I told the listener that uh, I tried to do it by myself for a second. Then I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. This is, this is awkward. So I, I turned it off and started it back up after, <laughs> after I found you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we had a few trophies on the um, Facebook, I think. Anyway, I've got a little feedback. I don't see any trophies. That I tried to do trophies. Oh, yeah, here we go. There's only like two. I'll do them. I'll do them for you. Okay. Um, Nick DeMarco says, well, that's a lame. Uh, and that's realized that there's no actual fighting in this game. Um, walk like Arnold Palmer. Uh, that's from Gabe Van Giller. Says that's when the game. <laughs> Gabe, <laughs> that's pretty good actually. Gabe says made holes in the streets like Tiger in the Sheets. Get your first deal. <laughs> 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 uh, and then James T. Jones says nineteenth hole. Throw this game cartridge in a water hazard. Nice. Yeah. So there's our retro fitted trophies. All right. Well, let's move on to game rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right. How do you want to rate this game? Any ideas? Type of tree. Okay. Type of tree. Um, I can't think of the name of this one now. I know the exact, I know the name. I know the tree that I want to name it. It's really pretty, but it like sheds all of its flowers. And so it looks really cool. Like that's what the game is, is it looks really cool. It's really pretty. The game, the box looks cool. And the, the name makes you think it's cool, but then it just, it's the worst ever because it just sheds off its mm. okay. flowers. Yeah. It's very apt. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bradford pear. Uh, it's because it's like uh, tall, beautiful tree. Looks so good. Looks so sturdy. And then... Uh, some kid walks by and like blows at it and it falls over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like this game, you know, it looks like it, like you said, fighting golf. Yeah. This is going to be like the best golf game for the NES. And then you play it and it's okay. It falls over, falls on its face. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I feel like we're really trash in this game. It's not that bad. No, could be, could be better though. A little bit of fighting. Just, just a little bit. All righty. Well, let's do some, uh, what we got? Feedback. Just feedback. All right. It's time for D Patter feedback because when you're a D Patter, you're a D Patter for life. All right. So on Facebook, we've got Nick DeMarco saying, Worst fighting game ever. Hmm. Jesse Clever Vidal says, No fatalities. Lame. And then Nick DeMarco came back with, I also had no idea Lee Trevino was such a violent golfer. And then Eric Purcell says, this game proved that golf was slash is some serious business. Thanks, Lee Trevino. And then Gabe Van Gilder said, fighting what? LOL. Mm-hmm. That was my thought too at first. But uh, yeah. Oh, well. Can you imagine how good this game would have been if there was just a little bit of fight? I know. Oh, well. Just a little bit. 
Like the last, <laughs> maybe after the 18th hall, even just a boss. Yeah, just a boss. You just hit him and go, Oh, it's like a, it's like the Contra. There's like the second level in Contra, you know, where you're running towards the screen. Mm-hmm. You're hitting golf balls yeah. at like a big face. Oh, so yeah. Nice. Now, now, yeah, it would have been perfect. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Win them all. No. All right. I mean, that's it. I, that's, that's the show. Um, all right. So, um, I don't know. I guess you can, you can send us emails. We don't have a phone number anymore. We sat on it too long and didn't use it. So it's gone. Um, Google likes to take those back, apparently, if you don't use them. So, since yeah, we weren't, it's weird. Since we didn't have uh, any episodes and nobody was calling us, uh, I guess dude Jay's <clears> still, but still, you should, you should have still been calling, okay? Uh, just leave a voicemail. <laughs> like, where are you guys at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could keep that phone number alive. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's not your fault. Um, but yeah, so that's gone. You can send us an email, I think. I, I don't know. Can't I guess we got emails. Just go to Facebook. That's the easiest thing. We still have yeah. a bit brothers page on Facebook. It's moderately active. I have a um I do like posts on there just to keep they're not I mean they're like right they're just regular posts like every, you know, every other Saturday and they say like what you up to on Saturday. Just get everybody just keep everybody a little yeah. bit engaged. Um they're not there's nothing really too exciting going on there, but it's still a good community and it's good to have a little bit of interaction. So go on there. Let us know what you're doing on some random Saturday or throwback Thursday or whatever. You know, just, just so we can keep talking to each other. Uh, the podcasts yeah. are, are not dead. They're just um, you know, a little bit of on Lifeline. Every now Dormant. Takes, they get, they, they, they're like, hey, the room I'm, sure everybody's heard, I'm sure everybody's heard about the alligators now. The Japanese alligators story. That's us. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard the story about the, the Japanese alligators? Eating no, I like Japanese soldiers. Okay. Anyways, apparently there's some island uh, in the Pacific. It was during World War II, and uh, the Japanese took over the island, or they they did everything. You know, they cleaned up the island, wiped it clean of all like basically all the life that the alligators would be eating because they would eat. That's what they were eating, you know, rabbits, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the alligators just said, "Okay, we have nothing to eat. We're just going to go back into the swampy areas and just go go to sleep." They just basically went went hibernated. Land dormant. Yeah. Well, the uh, Allied forces came in and started, like, you know, trying to take over the island, started shooting and stuff. The Japanese that were there took off into the swampy areas to, like, hide and get away from the attack. And all the alligators woke up. They woke up, ate them. Like a thousand Japanese Japanese soldiers died at the hands of these alligators that had been laying there waiting on some food. Wow. That's us. But not everybody. We are those alligators. We're just. Waiting for the chance to <laughs> talk talk about an NES game like Lee Trevino's fighting golf. Yep. So watch out when you come to the swamp. We'll bite you. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, With that joke, yeah. I think we should call it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe it's getting too late. All right. Uh, shout out to our fellow Brit brothers, Genesis Germs. Where y'all at? Where yeah. y'all at? Okay. Yeah. For real. This is, it ain't just us. You could be. Pick up Slack right now, but you're not. Uh, shout out to the We Dude, Nico's 8-Bit Stereo on YouTube. Um, go there to check out, list all these awesome NES tunes. He's got them all, basically all on there, broken down. He's, he's the man. Uh, shout out to the Fox Dude for our awesome Two Dudes logo. Um, I don't know. Give us a review on iTunes, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or maybe don't. 
actually. Unless it's just like, I miss you guys. Five stars. That yeah. works. Okay. Well, um, I don't know what the next game is. So I don't know. What the, there may be no music here. We'll see. I might play Lee Trevino's intro again. But anyways, next till next time, everybody. We'll see. We'll try to make it less more frequent. We're trying to, you know, in this topsy-turvy, fast-paced world, Justin... He works at a hospital. You never know what can go, what can, what can yeah. happen. Uh, I'm just an engineer, but I, I work too much. Yeah. I did it to myself. So we just get tired. We try, we'll, I mean, we'll get we back. Kids, you know, it's late at night. It gets late at yeah. night. There's just things, you know, it's no excuses, but you know, excuses. All right. Yeah. We're giving you excuses. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, all right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.